You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Amateur Tarot Podcast, the only podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to give you real advice. That person who was just winging it through the introduction because I didn't have the proper notations up was my co-host, Ben Noble. And that person, ill-prepared, Brian Dooley. Ill-prepared is a theme for today for me, so it's all on me and none of it is on Ben if there are issues. Mm, That's good. I have an improv class right now, and they asked me, they have a showcase coming up, their first student showcase, and they said, if we do poorly, does that reflect poorly on you? And I said, yes, but if you do well, it reflects well on you as as the actor. So really, you can't lose. Right. Yeah, that that's a good coach-teacher thing to say, but really... Oh, and the... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Well, the reason I brought it up is because then they they decided they didn't have a team name. So they decided they were going to name their showcase team Ben's Fault. Oh, well, that seems like they're really taking advantage of you there. Yeah, I know. They asked me if it was okay, and I said it was fine. I just like the, you know, all press is good press. I like the buzz, <laughs> even if it's not great buzz. Well, you're a kind teacher. I'm confident that they're going to do great, so. That's good, too. You know, you sandbagged it for them. Mm-hmm. That's good. Don't quite remember exactly how we got here, but here, but we, are. here we are. Well, Ben, once uh, again, are there like just one? Is there just one type of tarot spread in the world? Brian, I'm so glad you asked because the answer to that question is no. What? Yeah. As it turns out, I mean, there are some that a lot of people do, but also even when you Google the ones that everyone does, there's like 18 different ways to do even the one tarot spread. This sounds really complicated. I think I want to quit. You remember how I was winging it at the beginning of the the episode? Mm -hmm. I get the sense that a lot of people are winging it when they lay out these spreads. (laughs) They just make up what these cards mean. Sometimes that happens when I'm reading for people in person. I just uh, start making stuff up. Yeah, me too. But on this show, uh, we make it up in a very specific way. And that way is with three cards. We flip over three cards, and they relate to the past, the present, and the future. Guaranteed 100% money back, word salad, future outcome. (laughs) Well, that sounds delightful. And it sounds pretty easy, especially if that's what we do every single week. Yeah, we've done it before, Brian. Yeah, I know. Just like I've read the introduction before, which is why I did did not bad when I was winging it before. Yeah, you did a good job. I was going to say when I wung it before, but I don't think that's the past tense of winging it. I think it's winged it. <laughs> Wingdings? We wingdinged it. And then also after that, we do a card of the week, right? Oh, yeah, we do that too. So that's exciting. Yep. Well, should we go ahead and do the dang thing? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's go. All right. Here we are in Queerance Corner. Here we are. And, uh... I forgot, in before we got here, Brian, I forgot to shame you, so I'll just shame you here. Go ahead. Uh, you told me this week that you ordered a new tarot deck, but as it turned out, we finally completed the cycle. You already own the tarot deck. Yes, I have lapped myself. So what did you do with that tarot deck? I still have it. It's uh, sitting, it's in my bag right now. I think I may give it to a friend, or I may save it to give away at a live show. Hmm. 
Good, good options. Good yeah. options. Um, yeah. So are you going to be more careful in the future? I'm going to try to be more careful because as you get decks that are more and more on the self-published side, they're less and less on the $20 range, which is mm. like my privileged amount of like, I could spend $20 on something and more to like, I'll treat myself. Like, well, with 66 decks, it's probably hard to keep track of them all. Well, I only have 65 decks. One of the decks is in the spreadsheet. Duplicate? No, not the duplicate. It's the Harry Potter deck. Which oh, which have. is mine. Yeah. Well, you also have the zombie deck, which is also mine. But I have the zombie deck, which is also mine. I oh, purchased the zombie deck. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, speaking of all the decks that you have, the food deck. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lafayette, the, the illustrator and, and creator of the food deck, he gave us a little shout out on Twitter. Yeah, and shout out back to John Lafayette. We love it. Yeah, it's great. I also have the food deck. So we have dupes of lots of them. A couple them. of them. Yeah. I don't have that many decks. I think all of my decks are duplicates of decks that you have, except for the Harry Potter deck. And I won't get the Harry Potter deck because I figure it's something special just for you. Oh, well, let's go ahead and get to the 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 whole reason that we're here. Yeah, I'm. Let's get I'm, to the toy inside that little egg. Hold on, I'm going to keep the egg closed for a second. Okay, but and, I want to open it and just go back on what I said though. I may actually get the Harry Potter deck at some point in the future, but okay. right now I'm letting you have it as something special. Okay. <laughs> I just didn't want you to call me a liar when in two weeks you come in and I have four Harry Potter decks. <laughs> well, if, yeah, okay. All right, now you can open your Kinder Egg. Yay! Those are illegal in America now. They're illegal? They were illegal in America. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I don't know, because they're a toy Is inside like of candy. No, it, I think it's because of a safety issue, because oh. American kids can't help but just shove things straight into their throats. <laughs> And so we need to be protected. Yeah, but now we don't need to be as protected. I really only know about Kinder Eggs because I know it's a popular series of uh, YouTube videos where people just unwrap Kinder Eggs. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like unboxing videos? Yeah, but it's unkinder cheap little toys? Yep, yep. That's anything fun. anything you could open, there's a popular YouTube series of people <laughs> opening those things. Anyway. Anyway. We're opening our, our Kinder Egg now. This week. <laughs> That's me unwrapping the egg. It, it was a good fully. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Michael asks. Well, yeah, he asks. My question for the cards is, should I go into business with a couple of friends? We have an opportunity and an idea that, if successful, would be a dream come true, but could also turn into a nightmare. Life is good right now, so changing course could be a terrible idea. I'm torn. No, you're Michael. One, good one. Thanks. Two, this is a solid question, Michael. Yeah. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. We've got a couple things to establish, though. Yeah. Uh, life is good right now. So what does Michael do right now? Uh, probably, I know what you're thinking, trains horses. How did you know? Uh, because I'm pretty sure that's what Michael does. Yeah. And I understand life would be good if I trained horses, too. You spend a lot of time outside. You get to hang out with horses. Yeah. Horses are majestic and intelligent. Yeah. So I would understand not wanting to leave the horses behind. But he's got a good business idea, Brian, and I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure that business idea involves an app that matches jockeys with horses. That's exactly what I was going to say. So it's it's related, but it's more on the computer side and less on the working with horses side. Yeah, it's like a Tinder for jockeys. It's called Jockey, except there's no E in it. Nice. Okay. So uh, good, good options. Yeah, and it's a solid business idea. I think that there's a lot of market for that, for finding riders for horses and horses for riders. I would use it. I'd love to ride a horse right now. 
Yeah, it would be wonderful if I could just go and I could swipe and I could be like, oh, look, Buttercup also wants a rider. So there you go. And then you guys match. No Buttercup's hookups. using her giant hoof to swipe. <laughs> There's a lot of broken iPads with this app. Yeah. Um, but it's still a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. But let's. But is it a good idea a good to go into business with your it. friends? Let's find out. Well, do you have any pre-advice? I don't know. I say don't do it. You say don't do it. Because I, this sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I say do it, uh, but only do it as a side hustle until it proves its worth. Mm, that's, I mean, that's smart advice, whether you're going into business with your friends or not. Yeah. I just don't want you guys to become unfriends. Yeah, like Ben and I did. Yeah, now we're just business partners, and yeah. we only talk on the podcast. And to be fair, we only talked on the podcast when we were still friends, and our conversations were pretty much the same, so... Our relationship has essentially not changed in tenor at all. But perhaps Michael has a better relationship with his, his friends than we do with each other. Yeah, maybe he's better at being a person. Sure. All right. Well, let's see what the cards say. Enough from us. All right. Well, this week we are using a new deck of mine that is the Wooden Tarot. Now, you would think that perhaps the Wooden Tarot would have something to do with wood. Perhaps the cards would be printed on wood blocks. Which I thought, which was the reason I didn't order this tarot for a very long time because even the picture of it makes it appear like these are like pieces of balsa wood but they're yeah not. the background of the card does look that way the uh the art itself is nature art and i like most of it um you know like here's the fool it's a mouse walking on a snake <laughs> getting ready to walk into the snake's mouth right yep uh strength is a scarab Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, it's a spooky spider. But then we kind of get into the suits themselves, and you've got blooms, which I don't know what that's supposed to be. Bones. Maybe swords? Um, plumes. Plumes are swords. Oh, that makes sense. Bones are wands? Uh, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Stones. That's probably coins. Coins. And so and blooms, would, blooms be would be cups. Okay, so you have to do a little bit of mental work to get here um and a lot of the imagery you know the nature thing continues obviously the plumes are mostly different birds and the blooms are flowers and the bones are bones and the other things are other things you get it (laughs) stones yep uh rating yeah i'm torn between three and four stars okay and so well you gotta choose one i'm in a good mood today and i will round up four stars four stars for the wooden tarot All right. So as a quick reminder, Michael wants to know if he should go into business with his friends. Great. And let's get into that first card. Flip. The Knight of Bones. Which we've established was the Knight of Wands? Yes. Okay. Well, on this card, the Knight of Bones, we see what I imagine is a rhinoceros skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. It's just a rhinoceros skull. It's got some moss growing on it and some mushrooms growing on it. And there's some mountains in the background. What does the Knight of Wands say? The Knight of Wands is about a person, maybe you, maybe somebody else, but somebody who has a lot of passion, who's very inspired uh, by some new idea. They're not a page. They're not at the beginning of their journey, but they're not a king or a queen. So they have not mastered the element that, you know, they're, they're driving towards. This is somebody who is, you know, fired up about an idea, but has not fully 
uh, acted on it or thought it all through or completed that aspect of their journey. Yeah, they've graduated from being the page where the page has a million great ideas and it's hard to choose between them to the night where they have just one good idea and they are or they're chasing one good idea and they're ready to ride that idea down. But they just aren't sure exactly what's going to happen afterwards. A good idea that you're pursuing like uh, a horse Tinder app. Correct. Yeah. So maybe in the recent past, you came up with this one good idea and were unsure of how to proceed. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where where he is leading up to this question. You know, he's got this idea. He's into the idea. He's thinking it through. He has not pulled the trigger on acting on that idea yet, but he has kind of tried to see down the path of, is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? He is fired up about it, obviously. Well, let's see where that's brought him today. Flip. The King of Stones. Okay. So that's the King of Coins. Yeah. So that means that you're in pretty good shape money-wise? I think so. The King of Coins shows a ram, but uh, the the front half of the ram is a ram, and the back half of the ram is rubies. Got a real Capricorn situation going on yep. here. So I guess that's money if you're playing Zelda. <laughs> yep. That's 10 of them, isn't it? I don't know. You count. No, I mean a red one is 10. Oh, is it? Or a blue one. Okay. Green ones are worth one. Yeah, then I think a red one's worth 10 and a blue one's worth 50. Man. Okay, well, there you go. The king of of coins. The king of cartoons. So, the king of coins is somebody who is the master of the money. The lord of the manor. Coins are all about physical wealth, material goods, and this is a person who knows how to how to make money. And do you think right now that that's Michael in Michael's life, or do you think it's someone else in Michael's life that has this money under wraps? It's hard to say, because it, it could be him, because, you know, it sounds like, you know, he says life is good right now, mm-hmm. so that could be him. But it could also be maybe it's one of these friends who has the money to like kickstart this business. Who's like the producer. Yeah. Or maybe it's even somebody else that could give Michael a loan, you know? Maybe his brother is really rich. So what does that say for our question? I think it's too early to say. I think we have to go to the future. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump to the future. Flip. The two of cups, the two of blooms. Mm, okay. And- are those bananas or a mum? It's definitely not bananas, but I want it to be. So it's just a bunch of bananas intersecting. <laughs> the two of blooms, which is the two of cups, which is about partnership. Yeah. So there we go. We've solved it. That's in the future. You will be partnering up. Yeah. So it sounds like to me, he should go for it. Yeah, I think that's what the cards are saying. Cards. And I want to bet. I want to bet now that we've seen the future card. I think the king of coins is somebody else. I think it's one of these business partners, and you know this person, one of these, one of these friends. He's got the capital. He's got the know-how to to make this happen. And so you're going to partner with this guy or gal, and you're going to make it happen. Yeah, you're going to use all your skill sets. Of you and your few other friends, you're going to use the money of the one friend, 
the passion of yourself from the night of bones yeah. slash wands. Which again, we just want to reiterate. That's a great idea for an app. <laughs> and you guys are going to go into business together. So Brian was right. And I was wrong. And it's going to be a dream come true. Although really. All we've said is that this is what he should do. We didn't say if it was going to work out. Well, it's an opportunity and idea that if successful would be a dream come true. Mm -hmm. And our advice is to go do it. So then it's going to be a dream come true. So it should be a dream come true. Lock it in. 100% guaranteed future outcome. Yep. As long as all our advice is followed. 100%. Yep. Well, congrats. I really look forward to using Jockey. Yeah. Noe. Noe. I think that it's a great app. It's a good idea. And you've got two potential riders ready to sign up for the beta. All right. Uh, Thank you, Michael, for sending in your question. Uh, What do we do after this? Well, this is where we do the card of the week, Brian, which is where we go into a different deck. And then we pull out one card, just a single card. And this is some advice for everybody when you're facing down a tough situation this week or, you know, plotting for your week ahead. It's what you should keep in mind. All right. Well, what deck are we going to use this week? This week, Brian, we're going to use the Aquarian Tarot deck. The Aquarian Tarot. We've used this one before, but not during our raiding era. No, we have not used many decks during the raiding era. And uh, this Aquarian deck is, I suppose, uh, like Asian ish you think it's sort of like despite the fact that we just did the wooden tarot this is kind of like wood blocky prints yeah it's very uh art deco mm-hmm. that's and a good word for it it feels like it's from the 80s even though it was made in i think 1970 1970 but the art itself is very traditional it's what you would see on a rider weight deck for the most part mm-hmm. except it looks like if you use fritz lang's metropolis and uh and David Bowie mixed together. Well, I don't know what Metropolis is, but I agree. All right, great. I was trying to think of a Harry Potter reference, but I don't have one for this. Mm. Oh, also it says Art Deco on the box, so I guess I could have started there. Oh, it does, right there on the side. So I thought I was a historian, but it turns out I just read something and forgot about it. Yep. So this week's card of the week. Wait. Oh, you need a rating. Three stars. Three stars. All right. And for this week, the card is... Flip. It's the card that is the card (laughs) to introduce the deck. It's the card that says, Illustrated by David Palladini, the Aquarian Tarot, U.S. Game System, Inc. Publishers, Stamford, Connecticut, 06902, USA, printed in Italy. Keywords, printed in Italy. Also, isn't it weird that Connecticut has a zero at the start of its zip code? Not really, because it's pretty far east. I mean, I know that, but like, shouldn't they have started with one? Then you cut out like 9,999 number. Yeah. I guess. Come on, man. All right. Well, let's try again. Let's try again, huh? All right. Flip. It's the Queen of Swords. The Queen of Swords. A lot of court cards today. All all court cards. Well, not the Two of Blooms. Oh, we had the Two of Blooms. But a lot of court cards. Three out of four. 75% court cards. All right, and the Queen of Swords, you want to describe the card? Yeah, so there's a woman, and despite, or no, sorry, I got confused for a second. I thought she was the Queen of Coins, but she's not. 
was like, why is the queen of coins holding a sword? But she's the queen of swords. <laughs> it's a woman. We see her upper body. She's wearing a crown. She's got brown hair. She's wearing a pink tunic. And then she's holding a sword. And there's five flowers on the card. There are five flowers. Is that why you thought it was coins? I guess so. First? Well, the description from the little booklet for the Aquarian Tarot says, A saddened woman representing widowhood, privation, absence, sterility, or separation. That's it? That's it. That's pretty dark. That's darker than I would have gone. That is dark. This is It's kind of a, a bleak deck. Mm. Uh, very uh, dystopian in feel. Okay. Well, typically, you know, in my uh, infinite wisdom, the Queen of Swords is indeed someone who is sort of cold and lonely. Mm-hmm. But also, I think what the deck misses is that she's also a queen of swords. She's pretty smart. So she's super smart. Yeah. But she just doesn't express that well. She comes off as uh, demanding and overbearing rather than wise. And maybe she's coming off that way because she's a little bit aloof because she's suffered a loss. Yeah. I think so, that's... So this week, if you've suffered a loss, if you're feeling less than 100%, then use this time to focus inwardly and find the solution to some problems that maybe you're not going to find when you're dealing with a bunch of other people anyway. Yeah. And if you are dealing with somebody who is a queen of swords type, you know, don't uh, think that they're out to get you. Think about what they might be going through. Know that there's probably some stuff going on in their life and it has nothing to do with you and just uh, grin and bear it. I think that's pretty sound advice, Ben. Hmm, Thank you. And that's that's our whole show, guys. Well, we've done it again, Brian. 57. Well, I want to go ahead and thank Michael again. Thanks, Michael. That's easy. And I want to thank all you listeners. Thank you, listeners. It's great to have you out there. Um, Michael, when he wrote in, said that he's been listening from the beginning, from when they were really poor quality shows. So, Well, then, Michael, we owe you a, a debt of gratitude we will be unable to repay. Yeah, tremendous debt. Uh, but possibly part of the proceeds from Jockey will help to repay some of that. Yeah. Um, Ben, where can people find us if they're wanting to find us? In the top floor of the house that you live in. That is true. We're here right now. And if you get at us in the next 10 minutes of us recording this, we will still be here. Yeah. And I can give you that crystal ball. Yeah. Well, that was from a couple weeks ago. I just have the one crystal ball. So if somebody shows up in the next 10 minutes, they can have the crystal ball. Or if somebody calls in the next 10 minutes, they can have the crystal ball, but not both. If you can't find us in the top floor of Brian's house, you can find us on our internet website at amateurtarot.com. And you can find us at our non-amateur, at our non-internet website at amateurtarot.com as well. Mm. I don't know what that means. On the dark web? Um, yeah, on the dark web. Um, <laughs> You can get at us with some Bitcoins and uh, you can buy an email to us at amateurtarotreading at gmail.com. And then uh, if you call this phone number, 314-325-6047, you can leave us a message. And if you do it within 10 minutes of of us recording this. You still have crystal balls on offer? I still have one crystal ball on offer. When did we talk about a crystal ball before? It's been like a week or two. Man, I'm all over the place. Yeah. I could have sworn we talked about it this week, but nope. we just did it for this week. Yep. So obviously it's still unclaimed. So keep on trying. You can find us on Twitter where Brian posts a lot of card pictures 
at Tarot Amateur. <laughs> uh, you can find Ben on Twitter at Making All This Up. And Brian's at Zen Iron Man. And if you do nothing else this week, tell five friends about us. Then go rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called these days. Yeah, I love the fact that it's like, here's a bunch of easy, easy things you can do, like go to a website or tweet. Go follow us on Twitter. And then you're like, if you do nothing else, do this very complicated thing where you have to contact five other people and get on iTunes and rate and review us. Well, if you're not doing anything else. I agree. That is the most important. It'll help other people find us. We'll feel good inside because we know that you like us. Which is the most important reason that we do this show. It's so that you'll like us. Yeah. And so that we get that feedback. Because without other people giving me positive feedback, I don't know if it's okay to keep existing. Well, on that note. That was really dark. Let's not end on that. Oh, note. I was going to end on that note. Uh, what do I don't know? Do you want to end on C sharp? If, if I don't. <laughs> also not that one. <laughs> if I don't have that feedback, then I don't know if I should keep doing this podcast. And that's, we should. That's where I should. Brian, I think you're doing a great job and I think you should keep doing this podcast. Hey, thanks, Ben. You're a really good friend. And I think that we should keep doing this podcast. Cool. Well, I'll talk to you next week, Brian. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Give it a good shuffle. I also got them. They're also already half of them are upside down. Yeah, I don't doubt that. And so I've now f- up your deck.